Welcome to the K-Pop Cast. I'm your East Coast co-host, Ariana, and today we are sharing with you a new series called K-Pop Hot Issues. episodes we will share are short, unedited takes on current events in the K-pop industry. And for this first episode, I will be personally taking on the recent disturbing allegations of abuse of the members of the young band, The East Light. What are the current allegations and events leading up to now? What does this mean for the future of the company and the members? And lastly, how will the Western gaze on the K-pop industry affect stories like this in the future? So I'm sure many of you have not been following this as diligently as I have, so I will give a short, very brief description of the events leading up to this recording. I would highly recommend looking up more information on this on your own. According to Soompi, on October 18th, news broke on Export News that members of the Eastlight had been physically abused by their producer from 2015 to 2017, as well as verbally abused by the CEO of their company, Media Line Entertainment. These boys debuted, I believe, in 2016, so this began before they de- their debut. They are also a very young group of boys, so I think the youngest would have been probably 12 or 13 when this happened, maybe younger sounds like he was in elementary school when it started. The following day, the group's leader, Lee Sook Chol, held a press conference to discuss the abuse, including horrific detail of physical violence and intimidation. This included an event in which his younger brother, I don't know if you know, is also in the group. Uh, He was so badly traumatized that he is currently undergoing psychotherapy treatment, which is just horrifying. Of course, the company defended their CEO saying he had no involvement, though they did admit that at least some of the allegations of of abuse by the producer were true. And they said that he had been, quote unquote, properly punished. Not exactly sure what that means. It's kind of hard to follow. Some make it seem like he gave a resignation. Some make it seem like he was rehired at some point. Not really sure. This all came to a head when JTBC released audio recording of Lee Suk Chol, where he basically told the CEO he was coming clean about this story in the media, and it appeared that the CEO was bullying him into staying quiet, so not a great look. Since then, uh, the Lee brothers have provided testimony to the police, as well as sharing their story with SBS. You can find these videos. I would definitely not recommend watching them if this is something you're not used to listening to or you're uncomfortable with. As for Medialine, they have terminated the contracts with the last four members of the group, and as of now, none of the members have made a statement as of this recording. So the big question is, where do things go from here? Uh, Medialine will obviously be indicted and investigated. Um, More than likely, what you'll see is either the CEO will be replaced by these people who own stock, or... They'll just straight up dissolve the company, which is a huge possibility because if he's that ingrained in the company, he's probably the only thing keeping that company together. But really and truly, the only thing we care about is what happens to the boys next. So I would say that they have a long road ahead of them. 
if you really think all of the allegations are true, which I definitely do, these are six young men who are now 15 to 18, and they have spent a good deal of their lives going through emotional and physical abuse. They also lost their jobs for reporting it, which is just not a great thing to have happen to you when you're so young. I would say for me personally, the main concern I have is that these boys get some sort of therapy. Lee Seung-hun, he's the younger brother to the leader, Lee Suk-chol. Um, and he said that during the entire abuse, he had thoughts of suicide, which is, to say the least, makes sense that that would be what he was feeling. And I can only imagine what it would be like if these boys don't all get therapy and all go through the same thing, especially ones that have been experiencing it since they were in elementary school. I think once they heal, there's a hope that they'll find their way back to some sort of like happy, creative space, um, maybe together. I'm sure their fans would want that. But I think they need to heal. They need to find out what their passion is. They need to find out if they can ever come back to it. But I think that's probably going to be several years of just trying to figure out what's going to happen next, especially if an investigation takes more than a few months, which this probably will. I think the hope that we have is that their parents are taking care of them and hopefully one day they'll be able to help each other together as well. Looking at the broader picture, I think it is a really important thing to look at how the Western gaze that has come into K-pop really does affect these kinds of things that have kind of gone on for a long time and we know that these things have happened. I mean, especially for older K-pop fan, fans, you know, I'm still in a lot of ways new. I'm only a few years in. For those people who've been second generation fans, these things have gone on for a while. And some some are even caught on camera with abuse. Like, I believe there are some in this situation as well, where now they're going back and realizing they caught some of the abuse on camera. And in most of those cases, you know, they're quietly fired and or somebody you know, says, oh, there's cultural differences. So that's the excuse. I think that now, though, as you see the rise of BTS and interest in the K-pop industry, I think it's stories like these that will carry the most weight. Unfortunately, Western media is super skeptical of K-pop. And I think any scandal that seems outside of the ordinary for what we're used to, it's going to get the most attention. And I think for sure we just saw this recently with Hyanna and Edon. You know, my mom sent me an article from CNN saying, you know, why can't these people date each other? You know, and things like that come up when there's a scandal. And I think what's interesting about that scandal is that we also saw that we made the difference there. You know, we were the ones who stepped up and said, this is ridiculous. And we saw how our thoughts affected the stock prices. You know, we have more power than we ever had before. I think, though, for the K-pop industry to have any type of sustainability or success, the companies will need to eradicate this behavior. It's them that will need to police themselves towards physical abuse, to the to the slave contracts, to the overworking of their artists, to the dieting. To These things are watched, and they have to start making sure that they're not perpetuating this image of K-pop. They're going to have to do it. And I think that'll be a little bit on the Western fans to say, what is what is happening here? What are you doing? Stop doing it. Going through all of this, my biggest hope coming out of this story 
and what's happening with the East Light is that during this time, a petition was created to bring attention to this story to the Blue House. And you normally need 200,000 signatures for it to be able to even pass on to the government. They were able to get their 200,000 in just a matter of days. Normally it takes up to 30 days to do that. I think that means that the Korean people are just as committed to eradicating this behavior. And hopefully the companies will take notice as well. decided to reach out to our Twitter followers to see what they had to say about this. Agase Caro said, maybe their seniors and the other agencies and the government should think about some better laws and solutions to protect the young trainees, their rights and security. I completely agree with that. I think that that's going to be a huge shift is if everybody gets on board. At Vaporwave, the story really, really upsets me. Like, those boys are so young and what's happened to them is so terrible. I really hope they are given the proper medical and psychological care and may need and hopefully live normally or be picked up by another company that treats them better. It also worries me because I wonder how many groups, trainees, were also abused like this and never spoke out. I hope this leads to some meaningful change in the idle company dynamic and sets a precedent so this doesn't happen to anyone else. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that's kind of where we're all sitting right now. We all hope what's best for the boys, but we all also hope that this carries a lot of weight going forward. Well, guys, that was a real deep dive into our first K-pop odd issue. Going forward, we'll have other members from the K-pop cast join, maybe some guests here and there, but... This is just a quick little dive into a very, very important topic going on currently. If you have more that you want to say, please tweet us at the K-Pop cast. And as always, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Thank you so much. I hope you guys have a great day.